This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. You are listening live to ACIM Gather, a gathering for A Course in Miracles students and teachers. For more shows and information, visit ACIMGather.com. I am your lunch hour's host. Reverend Devin Devine, your conscious spirit coach in Cicerone to experiencing firsthand what is God. For more information about me and what I can do for you, visit openandclear.com. That's O P E N A N D C L E A R.com. different subject and approach. Ultimately, each and every single one of them have the same lesson that God would have you learn. To eventually open up and receive first-hand experience of what is truth, what is love, and what is that which is God. what spirit has in store for us today as we tune in to this spiritual lunch hour broadcasting live from Utah, USA. Uh, 
It seems rather confusing when you have emotional upsets arising throughout the day, or you might even have these things like dreams where you're asleep and and it, things, images happen and sensations happen, and you you start having fear or anger or some sort of reaction to it, as if it has reality, and which makes perfect sense. You see a monster and it's going to eat you if you're real, if you're in that body real and that monster is real and you feel the pain of its tooth biting into your finger. <laughs> I don't know. It's just <laughs> it seems like something you want to run from and it's going to, my suffering is going to come from this. It seems very real, seems very logical. And in everyday life, we have these emotions that we feel and this sensation that we feel that we want to run from those things as well. We want to make sure that that sensation never happens again. We, we think it's from this person or from that situation or that type of thing and that type of person or whatever. And so we have this establishment of the characteristics of what it takes and really the the rules of what it takes to be an upset or to upset myself. And it's funny how we actually know what these things are. We might not have actually taken the time to write down or categorize exactly what it takes to be upsetting, but when it's happening, we know it's happening. When it's occurring, we are very aware that that is what is what is actually occurring and this is definitely leading to an upset of some sort. Like, oh, not this again. Oh, not that person again. Oh, not that situation again. Oh, I hate when this happens. I hate when that happens. And it seems simple, seems easy to just fall into this position of being upset from it and having this upset from it. It seems completely natural and somewhat logical even as running from the sharp teeth of a monster is. But it never really dabbles into that truth of it being a dream as that monster has chased you throughout that dream, whether it be some sort of actual evidence of a person that you might have dealt with in your life and you felt betrayed by or anything the fact that you have an emotional response is evidence that you believe you are within the occurrence of that reality that you are within that world which is in that dream that sleeping dream as if it's a real world This happens every day with our experience often with many of us that we go throughout our lives as if it is a life to live as if it is not anything remotely close to a dream in the same idea that uh, we feel these upsets and these problems and these situations that we want to not occur again and we want to avoid them and we want to even even use healing as an escape tactic in the same sense of running 
that uh, we want to heal our minds from this so we never have to deal with it again, which makes perfect sense. And is completely logical. That, but that sense of still thinking that it is real, still thinking and recognizing that it is and did actually happen. As far as my experience, through which I cannot speak anything else of, uh, of healing and of what the process of healing actually consists of, and if it's even possible to let go of past experiences, it is required by that consciousness to recognize or to be willing to see in some sort of facet or another that there is something not right about the situation. In other words, not not necessarily about good or bad, but in reference to that I'm not necessarily seeing the truth of this situation, and I'm willing to see something different. I'm willing to see that I've been wrong. Uh, I'm willing to understand this reality a little bit differently. And usually it's stepping stones. Usually it's just a little bit at a time and not just this massive jump, which does happen. And usually it is then considered a miracle when some healing occurred or some release of some sort happened. Where it is almost measurable. Instead of this, we like to usually dilute it over time and saying time heals all wounds that really we finally start forgetting uh, an experience that we were once so naturally easily traumatized by we start letting it go starting to forget it little by little not waking up in the same fashion of thinking about it over and over and so much as we did at one day in our lives even the day after. And so, of course, time heals all wounds. That is essentially the purpose of time. This is because you've developed an idea that is scary to you. And so you draw it out and in the sense of salvation from all scary things into instead of happening at an instant or a moment, but throughout the development of eternal experience, and this in case eternal time or as it's known as forever. When something has come up and you've noticed that you have an emotional reaction, it really is in regards to how aware you are of your person. Because if you were completely aware of this person of yourself that these emotions you'd recognize that this is happening each and every single day of each and every single moment that you see yourself in a physical body and every resistance or let's say this a little differently everything you see is a form of resistance and you feel that with those resistances that there is actual pain that comes with the discontinuation of eternity into a moment of experience. That there is pain in some sort of percentage 
in existence of every last little thing you see, every last little thing you feel, which is a little easier to associate pain with the feeling. But it is in this case, if you want to understand the idea of resistance, is to think of how you see a rainbow and this light shines through the prisms of water or prism of water to then develop an array of colors to the perceiver's eye. So this is not an actual occurrence of what is what is happening. So that's not the, really the point I'm getting at. But the whole reason you see colors is because the prism offers a resistance. And it resistance to the arrays of what are already within that white light. So in our perspective and the dimensional experience that we have, we experience the arrays of that white light as being divided up into these seven different colors and variations and degrees in between. To see these different colors, it is divided up in these different rays and resistances and patterns of resistance into our perceptual experience. So to see what you would call a beautiful rainbow requires resistance. It is in this fact that all reality is in the same perspective, the same sense existing. The same reason you have a perspective is because of the existence of, regardless of the number of, uh, at least one to a billion trillions of resistances of some sort. And while in the truth of the matter of all totality of the universe, it does not matter whatsoever about all these resistances, but if you wanted to recognize that reality, you would recognize how the world in which you do experience and do see is existing from and what is developing it and what makes it and brings it about. If you recognize that it is all a matter of an amount of resistances, then you can recognize that resistance, even though categorized as in physical resistance, is still remaining to be a pers a, an aspect of consciousness. You have this aspect of consciousness within your person. You have this aspect of consciousness within what you call your life. And therefore, through your responsibility, you can actually gain the responsibility, actually own the responsibility of each and every resistance of the totality of the entire universe. So when you do let go of each and everything, and it seems like somewhat of a stretch and we can possibly get into the conversation of joining these two, but the actual letting go of each and every little resistance to ultimately, eventually, the disappearance of what is represented as the universe. This universe is only represented by the periods or this, these seeming resistances of our experience. So you see bodies, in other words, because you have some sort of resistance, some sort of grievance, some sort of upset that is there allowing you to perceive a reality that consists of these different separation ideas 
different categories of experience and different colors and variations of sensations. Hmm. If you are actually desiring to be within the experience of complete knowledge of the universe, and that's to say each and every aspect of the universe, the energetic universe, the physical universe, or any variation of consciousness, or any such degree of dimensional experience, it must come from that position in which is actually establishing its authority. In other words, it has accepted responsibility of each and every and all things. So while you call it your life and you call it your day and you call it the existence of who you are, it is actually a degree of death in your occurrence of your life. The life is the totality of who you are. The life is the fullness of your existence, that omnipotent existence of your being. And when you desire to experience any lesser percentage of that, it is a natural occurrence of what would one say is death. This resistance, is, which is, can be, uh, what's the word, interchangeable with the... Uh, word death is under I don't know what I'm saying I lost track of what I'm saying hmm. in each and every moment of your life as you look about your world you have an array of resistances not in chaotic order but in a very specific fashion to represent a very specific idea. As you know of your spiritual universe, you speak of this idea of a network system of an array of the movement and emanation of light and sound. This is the experience of everything you see and know. You as an unconsciousness are being represented by this. Everything you experience is within this holographic universe of its occurrence. As you walk about your world, you literally walk about a representation of your mind through this resistant patterns that you have of the spiritual universe. This spiritual universe is what was offered to the Son of God in its experience of the to totality of what is God. When it says that God so loved his son that he gave him the world, it referred to whatever the universe, the spiritual universe, desired to represent. And he gave him the spiritual universe. This includes all multiple universes and alternate timelines and all experiences that are developed and desired to experience within it. One would go down this road of desiring this knowledge and coming into this experience by the actual occurrence of their lives of coming through 
an experience of somehow expanding their minds, expanding their consciousness. Something was there to shake them up. But it is a matter of not which came first, but the actual realization that everything is occurring because of what does occur first. And while you are obsessed with a consciousness that is representing another physical reality, a symbol in the symbol of a symbol, which has only existed to symbolize yourself, it does seem hard to comprehend how your thoughts are quite literally manifesting a world and reality. When in that very same moment, you have thoughts that do not manifest into any experience at all, such as these words. Your life consists of an array of options and variations of occurrences. This life was what you have determined from step by step of applying different resistances. In other words, an idea. An idea of an idea and an idea of that idea. And ideas on top of ideas begat new ideas and bringing about other ideas. Some would say that this is the actual process of natural selection and the evolution of the universe. In this same understanding, being speaking of the actual physical representation of, it is in the consciousness that perceives it that the, it reflects in the first place. The consciousness came first, and the experience there then represented or given the image of is the holographic universe. The holographic universe is through periods of resistance and patterns of resistances, applying different shapes and forms and colors to be seen and experienced. That this is a fact of reality, that while you travel on and move on through life and birth and death in various different experiences of animals and sentient beings and stones and grass and whatever else you desire to experience and think of, you simply think of. It is the representation of this holographic universe in which you have been given that is offering you the representation of that experience. Much like in a sleeping dream, you are thinking and through images in which are reflected back of those thoughts and sensations that you do feel, you believe you are actually experiencing an alternate reality actually experiencing some sort of person or an, an event. When you have such sensations arise and come up from 
what seems to be an old experience or an old person in which you haven't dealt with in a long time. It is not because that sensation has not or has left and has now returned, but it is only because that sensation is still there and the image in which you have put that feeling on put the responsibility of that sensation within you as in betrayal you put it on being caused by this image being caused by this situation then seems to come up again within a dream experience or in a reality experience either way it does not bring up an actual new sensation but it is an opportunity and to say that the only reason it comes up at all is for that opportunity to recognize that what you have been experiencing in your life has been developed through a period and an array of resistances, including that one. So while it is now becoming palpable again within your consciousness and you're recognizing that it is there, something you believe you had forgotten about and now have the ability to remember it. <laughs> it is because it is time from your person to start experiencing something more, something new. You see within the actuality of your consciousness in which you would often refer to as your subconscious mind. The variations of so-called files of memories in which you had collected to be the person that you are now. Now, you have a desire to be some other type of person with some other types of characteristics, some other types of practices or experiences coming through your life possibly if you want to awaken from the dream it is required that all the files that are there to develop your person as it is now need to be questioned and changed so every time they come up you see a new file or an old file in this case an old file as in a new decision are you going to act the same way from this decision? Are you going to treat it the same way and then and think you want something different in life? Are you going to expect different results? Or are you going to see that same memory, that same file, and choose the new personality in which you are, are then coming from? Are you going to naturally select a different experience or are you going to naturally select the same experience? Are you going to insist that this is a reason to be angry and therefore is something as simply as understanding as this? Are you going to then have more of an angry person thereafter? For every memory that you do have is applied to developing your person right in this moment. So if you think of it as a past experience coming up to be seen again or judged again, it is not about that situation that you're actually determining anything. It's that you, what do you want to be? 
for your determining what you are going to be or in your experience by how you see everything in your memories, everything in your person. So when you look about the world, whether it be in memories or in your person and physical eyes and, and you're working with other people, that when you see them acting a certain way and determine that they're acting childish, let's say, then you are determining that your person will then be childish. It is a natural occurrence in this judge and be judged experience of reality that you are determining who you are in each and every moment by how you see the world and how you see how you see the world how you see through memories and through your intellectual understanding you wanted to be intellectual so you saw others as intellectual you wanted to be smarter so you saw others as smarter than you you wanted to be holier so you saw others as holier than you and you worked towards them in the same fashion intellectually you worked to be intellectual it is the same understanding in the same occurrence that when you think of it as a past or old memory that has arised and, and you think it has offered you that same sensation, that same feeling. This feeling is completely timeless. If you can understand in that same way, that memory seems to be available and actually present when it has been long gone. That sensation being completely timeless is the evidence of the moving energy of emanation and movement of 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 energy as i repeat myself it and it is saying that it is ready to continue to move ready to continue to be and to shine but just like a rainbow it has to seem to be present only by a resistance of it so the natural experience of having a release of itself is not a release of anything but that resistance of its reality. So it comes through that natural experience of accepting it. And it all does determine or matter of your goal and what you see in life or what you want to be and who you want to be. If you have a goal of your person to be pathetic, to be sad, to be upset, you do have to determine many of the experiences that you do have as justifications to feel that way and to experience life that way. You have to see other people as miserable as you, people that don't know what's the purpose of life, just like you don't know what the purpose of life is. And in the same way, is it what is required to have a happy life, to have a happy experience, that if you want to see happiness, or if you want to feel happiness and experience happiness, you have to start seeing that it is available and obtained, just like intellectual understanding, by everyone else in the world, if not just one or two others, if you do see it by everyone and you recognize that everyone is happy and you're the only one pathetic, eventually you will strive to actually reach that same point in which you see them. It is required by this experience. Judge and be judged.
So while you have these old memories coming up to be judged again, it is not about the actual judging of the person, but it is from the judging of the person, from the judging of the experience, that you then determine what you are going to be. So if you are tired of being the person that you are, if you're tired of of falling in asleep and falling into negativity, it is time when you see these experiences arising in your mind again, when you see this once a time of suffering, now you would take the opportunity to see a time of peace, a time of love instead. And while it might take it might not be as simple as simply doing that as just changing your mind, but there are an array of different uh, processes and techniques in which you can use to assist your mind to change. It is not actually through the technique in which the healing occurs, but it is the the process of the mind changing. And then the healing naturally occurs. So there's, as there's all these different healing modalities and energy works and, and medications and, and self-medications and all these different herbs and different theories and different processing and different variations of therapy. It is when the mind finally chooses to believe that something is working, it works. For it's not the actual occurrence of the thing working, but the mind that believes. So it's not about the situation or about the occurrence or anything, but the power of the mind. And I am not referring to just simply a tiny mind in a big, expansive universe, but a big, expansive mind in a tiny, little universe. So if you are dedicated and really truly do want to awaken from the dream, it is required that it naturally brings up, and with the Course of Miracles, naturally brings up terrible memories and upsets and your relationships seemingly start falling apart and your jobs start falling away or being troubled in some fashion because you are being confronted with this opportunity to be this holy new person and the where and where and what you are in this position of your life is only existence is because of the way you've developed your person you have to remain to be this person to remain in this life but as you know and as you experience that this person of yourself this personality has changed over a period of time and has different variations throughout its whole life if you do change your mind you are required to change your world it is a natural occurrence because of what the world is it represents who you are and what you think of yourself to be this is your consciousness Nothing outside of yourself is independent from this representation of your consciousness. It exists because you do. It is existing the way it is because you are. You see it the way you see it. 
because you see yourself the way you see yourself. If it is time in your opinion to start to see and experience the life of Christ and, and to see your brothers as one entity in your experience, you have to understand that every memory you see coming up and arising in your past must be judged differently to bring about the reality of your goal. If your goal is to recognize the unity of Christ, which is indeed a goal, you must think accordingly, and therefore you must reference to it with every decision you make. You see an upsetting memory come to mind. This is a decision to either be upset about it or to be in correspondence with the happiness and joy of that center of the universe, Christ consciousness. If you want that upset more, you already made the decision to feel that upset. But even as it is any other sensation, it arises from that timeless experience to recognize that what you are is choosing its sensations, choosing from the sensation in which it feels to be or to understand its reality in whatever form it's described itself. Excuse me. A happy dreamer has only happy memories. What once was a justification of war is now a justification of peace and love. It is difficult when the mind thinks of its world as actually solidified and cannot be changed. Two, does it think of heaven as solidified and cannot be changed? And you get to one from the other as if they do not change into each other. And the experience of each reality is completely separate. And you're actually lost in a different place that you're not at. This occurrence of transformation of the actual reality of what's going on is through the conscious decision of what you are, seeing who you are, in correspondence with the evidence and the actual occurrence of this so-called heaven. If you think in the way of a body and you use your hand to itch your head and believe you actually did something, you will die and go to heaven and still see a reincarnation of another physical body and another physical world. For even in this understanding right now, you are in heaven. You are in the spiritual universe and you still think you are in a body, in a physical world. 
separate from it, alone, and can actually achieve anything. You are blind to seeing the reality of this life has never begun. You are deaf to hear that the reality of who you are will never die. For your insistence is on a very specific resistance. You insist to experience this body and sure enough, you will and you do. You will experience what comes to this body's end, even as you did of this body's beginning, but it in no way is it actually occurring outside of that consciousness, which perceives the own image of its own likeness. You choose the process for you enjoy taking your time. You don't want to miss any experience jumping over the whole drive from one side to the other. No, no, daddy's doing, I just need you to be happy boy for, for 15 more minutes, okay? No. Yes. Mommy's out there. She can help you. Mommy can help you. Just ask mommy, okay? <laughs> the joy is in the journey. And you are quite literally the experience of God's joy. The journey of God becoming God from nothing to everything. The climb, the decline, the jump, and the fall. Each and every experience of what you see and what you understand, regardless of it being truth or illusions, reality or fantasy, it is what you conceived of. And therefore, you have given it life by the power in which you have. Every sensation that you apply to your experience is your power. And you are requiring that sensation to be evident throughout your experience. You are no small being. You are no tiny idea. Regardless if that's what you experience, you experience it as if it is your only reality because of the magnitude in which you are, because of the power endlessly available to you. You experience this world so solid, so finite because of what you are. 
because of the power you have and your memories and experiences that seem to come up from the past you can experience them in any fashion you see in any fashion you want and if it happens to be the same painful suffering that occurred many eons or years ago that is your deliberate decision and now it is time if you actually want a different experience a different goal than suffering you must make a deliberate decision through all these memories that arise through all these experiences that seem to happen to establish <laughs> what's the word <laughs> the application of your reality To say in other words if you are the son of God prove it prove it to yourself in your memories they arise with painful ideas prove to yourself your authority prove to the world your authority and while you might not completely know or understand how that's possible, it is only through the actual practice thereof in which it is and can be achieved. Prove it. This memory doesn't have power over you. This sensation is only suffering because you have proven to it before that it is suffering and because of that magnitude of your authority and the power to make something so real it will seem as if it's so real forever until you make a decision again for it to be for that very thing to be something different While it seems as if that painful sensation has arisen again, arisen, whatever. It is still there because of that authority. You use that authority every day as you determine what your reality is going to be. You react to your life you react to your body you react to pain you react to whatever you see or hear or the experiences whatever it is that you have because by your authority you are making it real and it will surely seem real to you and by what you are it is required because it is completely neutral and not actually anything until you see it as something and it is seeing it as something that has designed it and set it up to be something 
than it is seemingly real for as long as your authority has made that decision and re and and lacks uh, and <laughs> and decides not to make any other decision against it uh, is that the right word I don't know <laughs> uh, I'm getting casual now When you accept the responsibility again of your experience and your eternal life, then do you have and own that authority that made the same decision to be a physical body. You would bring it to an end even as you brought it to a beginning. The experience is here and remains to be here because you have yet Yes, you have yet to make the claim of the actual authority and make the decision to exceed this so-called reality. Your glimpses of truth is simply a peek into your authority and not actually a different reality. It is here. It is now, it is always, it is forever, even as what you are is. But you experience this reality continuously, always, every day, because you, as that person, that being, let's say, <laughs> and the authority of it is still finding purpose to it, is still finding a reason for it. And while it might be only evident in the great big scheme picture of things, in its tininess and tiny little ideas of your little person, even as myself, it is not available to because the eyes to see are quite literally only designed for those who are ready to break those laws. I'm not even making sense to myself. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Can you reiterate that, please? Your person has been designed with that array of resistances to bring about a very specific purpose, and that is within an option of perspectives. Each and every person is a option of perspective of this actual physical planet and this physical universe. It is only through these eyes it is, it is available. Only through this body is it palpable. You as a body, as this person, is fulfilling that desire and escape from reality. 
the actuality of reality is only experienced through, in that same sense, the totality of that Son of God. There's so many different philosophies, so many different therapies, so many different understandings and books that seemingly contradict each other when they talk about even answers of the entire universe. It is simply within another universe that the answers of another exist. This actual evidence of multiple universes is palpable within this apparent same one experience. If you really are truly desiring to escape the dream, you must redefine all of your memories, all of your sensations, all of your thoughts to be in correspondence with that oh, reality. This is what A Course in Miracles offers. It offers the assistance to process and think in correspondence to the actual spiritual universe and to experience that spiritual universe firsthand. You can come back anytime if you so desire. But if you don't, you don't have to. None of this is required. It is only required that you recognize your reality. such a vast experience which you've offered us which you offered me and I understand and accept that I must be broken so that I must be opened for it is I that resist you It is I that desires an experience of resistance over you. I am responsible for this world. I am responsible for all physicality, all suffering, and all pain. I accept your truth and what you have taught me 
while I remain to be conflicted, it is my true desire. to bring your knowledge and your experience and your son home again. I am grateful for your allowance of my journey and wandering. I accept I accept it all, and I accept you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for being here, and thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. You have been tuning in to this spiritual lunch hour with me, your host, Reverend Devin Devine. If you'd like more information about me and what I can do for you, please visit openandclear.com. That's O-P-E-N-A-N-D-C-L-E-A-R.com. Stay tuned to ACIM Gather for additional teachers, students, and those who love A Course in Miracles.